0: What's up growers, stoners, smokers, and cannabis connoisseurs? We're back with another weekly Wednesday podcast brought to you by Homegrown Cannabis Co. Every single week. I'm your host Chronic from At The Cannabis Chronicles on Instagram and YouTube, and in this week's podcast we're going to be discussing my opinions and thoughts on soil versus hydroponics for the average home grower seeking to grow just enough for their personal consumption. Be sure to follow along on whichever platform you lovely people are listening from. And check out www.homegrowncannabisco.com for all your seed needs. You can see me grow some of their amazing genetics on my Instagram, at the Cannabis Chronicles. I currently am using soil and organics, however I did originally start with deep water culture buckets, so let me start there. Soil versus Hydro. So you're a new grower, and you've just listened to the podcast on how to set up your grow room for success, and if you haven't, I definitely recommend doing that. You've purchased your tents, lights, seeds, fans, and you've got everything ready, however you've no idea which grow medium will work best for you. Well fear no more, I'm here to help. Now remember, this is more of a biased based topic, however I give pretty solid reasons logistically for why I think certain things sit in the pros or cons of soil or hydro. Let's start with which one I recommend for any new grower, seasoned grower, or veteran grower that's just trying to grow their own medicine, and I recommend soil. I believe soil is 100% way better and more forgiving and less of an overall headache when learning how to grow cannabis. Hydroponics has so many cons to it that I really don't generally recommend hydroponics to any grower who has less than 4 plants or a 25 gallon reservoir of water to work with within a deep water culture or recirculating deep water culture setup. Let me explain why. First thing first, one of the biggest cons I think about with hydroponics and the average consumer who grows either in an apartment or rented house is the fact that you're dealing with gallons of water and possible water damage. Now you can say, well if your system is set up correct, you shouldn't have leaks, it'll be safe, blah blah blah. Yes, that's all fine and dandy, but as a person who makes pros and cons lists for every possibility, flooding is a very real possibility for the average home grower, especially those who decide to DIY recirculating deep water culture systems. I've heard horror stories of, after a week of use, 20 plus gallons flooding a room of a house. For one, the water damage can be severe enough to cause hundreds if not thousands in damage. However, the much scarier part is the fact that, in a grow space, you have a ton of electrical components active. Water and electricity do not mix. That's a very good way to start a fire. Now these are just some of the minor cons I think of when I purchased DWC initially. Obviously, it didn't push me away from it. However, for some, the possibility for 20 plus gallons dumping into a house or apartment cannot ever be a chance. However, I still moved forward with my first grow in DWC buckets. They were 5 gallons. Now, most average new hydroponic growers use this method. This is why I prefer soil over hydro for the average home grower. As deepwater culture buckets or DWC buckets tend to be extremely unstable come late veg and flower. With lower gallon reservoirs, your plant feeding can drastically alter pH levels. You generally end up spending 3 to 6 hours a day tending and balancing your deep water culture buckets. Now, if you compare that to soil and tending time for plants and soil, it's about an hour a day max unless it's a defoliation or training day. Now for anyone listening who thinks I'm lying or that it's an over-exaggeration, I grew a total of 4 plants in deep water culture. I blew through countless dollars worth of nutrients trying to learn how to properly balance and not overdo the reservoir. As well as I on average spent four hours minimum a day balancing the pH to make sure it was stable. And mind you, I've done plenty of years of research. However, when you actually go about doing it and growing, it's much different. Currently, I'm helping three different growers on our forum and Facebook page alone that grow in DWC and they're having the same exact issues I face. It may not seem like a big deal or that big of an issue, but in deep water culture or hydroponics, because your roots are directly in the water, there's no barrier or buffer like in soil. You can very quickly nutrient lock, shock, or burn your plant, keeping it out of its pH zone for even a few hours. This can also cause your plant to hermaphrodite on you due to stress as well as all the time spent out of its proper pH zone is going to affect the growth and overall final weight. So to recap with soil, the average time per day you spend tending to your plants is roughly 30 minutes to an hour max. With hydroponics with reservoirs less than 25 gallons of water or singular deep water culture buckets, your average time per day is roughly three to six hours. That's a pretty drastic difference for anyone who has a full-time job, kids, or generally a life. For me, having to constantly fret or worry about the constant fluctuations in my buckets wasn't worth it. Having swapped the soil, I no longer worry about the pH so much as I test the pH of my runoff from my soil now. Which since I feed within proper pH ranges in soil, the runoff is never too high. Now I know I mentioned another con a minute ago, and that being how much money you generally spend on hydroponics for soil Learn. It's very key that you all understand this podcast is not for hydroponic growers who have spent years developing their skills and can grow perfect with them. This podcast is mainly aimed at new growers or growers trying to get better at growing their own medication. So with that being said, let me make my statement clear hydroponics are almost three times more expensive to learn how to manage grow and feed properly than soil if you don't believe me let me explain so after having helped a decent bit of new growers now diagnose issues within hydroponic setups another major issue i realized was happening was the amount of money new growers were having to spend on their hydroponic setups This is because the amount of times newbies either mess up a reservoir by having too high of a PPM and having to rebalance it, meaning a whole new reservoir filled with nutrients, or the most common being temperature issues within the reservoirs and causing root rot or causing your microbial life to die. This is a serious problem financially and within your growing experience. The reason I made my statement that I don't recommend hydroponic setups under 25 gallons to any new grower is that 25 gallons is the minimum hydroponic reservoir I recommend for a stable pH and ppm, and I do not ever recommend singular DWC buckets. I find the cons and headaches list of constantly monitoring small reservoirs is not worth it compared to just purchasing or building a recirculating deep water culture system that works with 25 gallons of water. Now with that in mind, does soil be a 25-gallon recirculating deepwater culture system? No, I think they're pretty equal at that point, but the average home grower using hydroponics on forums and Facebook pages that I've been a part of, am a part of, or run, all mainly use singular 5-gallon bucket reservoirs or DWC buckets or smaller than 25-gallon reservoirs. This is why I say for the new grower average home grower tending to 4 plants or less or you are growing in a rental space, then soil is the best option. There really isn't a chance of water damage unless you blatantly water your girls and let it flood your room, which that would be your issue then. However, let me list all the pros for each and cons for each and let you decide. So first thing first, which is more beginner friendly or plug and play so to speak? I think soil is. Soil, you can go to your local garden center, snag some seedling formula and a nice adult mixture, something that's more nutrient loaded, and start growing organic with just water if you really wanted to. Also, to make soil even bigger of a pro to this point and not really a con, you can buy a bag of living soil, like Sohum, which is full of microbial life and everything you'll need for your entire grow within the bag, which you'll literally only have to give light and water, no nutrients or anything excess. So that right there cuts out cost, cuts learning curves of what plants need to eat for your first successful harvest. You're then able to focus on all the fundamentals of growing, learning macro and micro-beneficials as well as how to train your plants properly, proper light height, proper environment, how to monitor deficiencies and other problems you'll face. With hydroponics, this is not as forgiving. You can't just plug and play, even with the simple deep water cultures or DWC bucket. You need to be somewhat crafty in understanding of electronic components, as well as be educated on proper pH ranges for the entire growth start to finish, not just one part of the growth. You then have to purchase nutrients and understand balancing nutrients, and with that comes learning what PPM is. Then you'll need PPM and PH readers that are quality. You'll want quality air stone and air pump, which is an additional electronic pulling watts from the wall. You'll need rockwool cubes, hydroton, mesh pots, and propagation trays, which for soil, it's always handy to have propagation trays as well. The point is, for a startup on deep water culture and a startup for soil, there is no comparison. On price, how easy it is to get started, possibility of dangers, and wattage pools from outlets, Soil just beats out hydroponics in every category. I'm not saying hydroponics is not good, but hydroponics is not comparable until you hit that 25-gallon reservoir marker, as that's when you have a recirculating system that pulls from a main reservoir that acts like a constant compost heat that brews 24-7, or maybe a flood and drain system. Regardless, with 25 gallons or more of water, pH drops are not as frequent and they are barely drastic. Even with running 6 or more plants, if you had 55 gallon reservoir, your pH would stay fairly stable at all stages regardless if your girls decide to chug a bunch of newts one day. You should only see small shifts in pH like 6.3 to 5.7 or 5.7 going up to 6.3. Rather than with a 5 gallon bucket or even 10 gallon reservoirs, if your girls get hungry enough, they could shift it from 5.7 and skyrocket all the way to 7.5 or even 8.0 or way lower than the range needs to be, like 4.0. With smaller gallon amounts, you have more inconsistency with pH balances every single time your plant takes nutrients up or puts some out, it's going to affect that small reservoir drastically. Whereas with 25 gallons or more, you have a wide range to buffer those nutrients being released or fed on. So all in all, this is where I stand. If you are a beginner and you're dead set on doing hydroponics, you should at minimum run a two-plant setup with 25 gallons of water for a reservoir. You'll take your monitoring time of balancing and adjusting your reservoir down to about two hours a day. However, if you're just seeking to enjoy this beautiful hobby, headache-free, because with hydroponics you'll be tending to it a lot more with res changes and cleaning with reservoirs, cleaning the tubes and piping, every run or running a cleaning agent through your system in between every grow, basically you'll be tending to hydro twice more. But if you just want to grow headache-free, get some frosted out nugs that are organic and free of salts and solvents or pesticides. Just go grab some Fox Farm Happy Frog or Ocean Forest or Sow Home Living Soil and get growing. I absolutely recommend soil for the average home grower looking to grow their meds for personal consumption. When you break into commercial farming or large-scale farming, hydroponics is definitely way more efficient. But this podcast is to teach the average grower and I have to be honest. I end up dealing with 10 times the amount of troubleshooting with my hydroponic followers than my soil ones. Generally, the most I see with soil is planting a seedling in too hot of a soil, so nutrient burning, which is easily fixed, or a CalMag deficiency, which is also easily fixed. For hydroponics, troubleshooting your problem when you're new and not dialed in is a hell of a process. You have to make sure reservoir temperatures are proper so microbial life is forming. And bacteria isn't forming as it will promote root rot which will kill your plant if left untreated. You have to make sure pH ranges are in the exact ranges they need to be in for the exact stages or your plants won't be utilizing nutrients to their full potential and take a hit on growth and weight. Whereas in soil, if you feed a compost tea or just a nutrient feeding a little out of a pH range, your soil and microbial life generally will buffer it down to where it needs to be. Your plant will still have access to the nutrients as they will be locked in the soil, they just won't be accessing them to their full potential. For that to happen, you'll just need to feed water at a proper pH to drop the soil, pH into the range it needs to be, or raise it to the range it needs to be, which will allow access to those nutrients for your girls. Whereas in Hydro, if your girl sits out of a range for even 3-4 to hours, they'll have some serious signs of deficiency as they starve much quicker not having the buffer or excess of nutrients to access within the range as well as since your roots are directly in contact with the nutrients and there's no buffer, any shifts will be an extreme change to your plant. So growing and learning on hydroponics for beginners tends to be much more difficult, as there really isn't room for mistakes in hydroponics. And soil, you can really beat up a plant and she'll come back and be a producer. There's a buffer for newbies, so to speak, with soil. So all in all, I hope you all enjoyed this podcast. I am out of time. Be sure to follow along on whichever platform you lovely listeners are listening from. Make sure to check out www.homegrowncannabisco.com for all your seed needs and head over to www.homegrowncannabisco.community to sign up to our forum if you'd like to post your grow ask questions, or generally just go search our information we offer. I am a forum moderator and I will be more than happy to have a conversation or answer any of your grower questions. I hope you growers enjoyed this podcast. I am your host Chronic from At The Cannabis Chronicles on Instagram and YouTube. This is your weekly Wednesday podcast brought to you by Homegrown Cannabis Co. Be sure to stay lifted, happy growing, and peace.